Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking about something that makes me very excited. And that's, we're talking about media. And specifically, we're talking to some very magnificent media mavens. So those are experts in the field of media. My guest today is going to talk uh, from a perspective of something you might not always think about, but is really critical to your success. So let's talk a little bit about him. Howie Sales is an Emmy award-winning camera operator who turned his passion for television broadcasting into several different entrepreneurial endeavors. And all of you watching, I know you're always wondering, how can I take that essence of what I did really well and turn it into something else for me? Howard created HJZ Productions back in 2000, and he did it to address the need for professional-level sports crewing and staffing in the New York market specifically. And under his leadership, it grew to a multi-million dollar nationwide provider of top talent in the broadcasting field. Now, in 2019, Howie and his team founded a new venture called Veridity Entertainment Services, Inc., which initially focused on staffing in non-union markets. But like many of us, uh, COVID kind of threw a little bit of a wrench in that. So when they had to pivot in 2020, and they did very quickly, they began to offer best-in-class broadcast quality live streams of professional sports shows and interviews but also corporate interviews and meetings and religious services. So we figured out how to make that pivot work for him. Now, in addition to his love of television production, he created the sports, the TV sports course, a hands-on training boot camp for the next generation of television crew professionals. So you know that he knows what he's talking about. He's going to have a lot of advice for (laughs) us. Howie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Michael. So happy to be here. And I, you know, shamelessly asked you for some advice, uh, you know, on my webcam before we started too. So I love it. I've got you here. I'm like, cameras are so important. Now, Howie, you have a really incredible uh, background and your bio hits, you know, quite a few things, but tell us a little bit more in your own words about you, your business and how you help people to shock their potential. Yeah, um, I started off my career as a camera operator. I worked for NBC Sports and the World Wrestling Entertainment uh, for 25 years. And, um, you know, I had a lot of mentors along the way. So it's important to me to kind of give back to what I received and and help others. And so I'm all about, you know, training the, the younger generation of people that either don't want to go to college or just out of college. Um, I'm in contact with a lot of the, that age group to try to coach them along and help them into the business because this is a difficult business to get into. It's very, very niche. Yeah. And do you find that, especially with COVID and, you know, the change in dynamic from so much more being done remote that it's even, I would think that would make it even more challenging because you don't have those one-on-one personal interactions as frequently or as easily. 
Exactly. And um, with, with the with COVID and everything, and when the sports started to come back, they only let a very s- small amount of people into the stadiums and arenas across the country. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't even get people that wanted to train uh, or intern in. It was just this, just the crew that was needed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about that with the Olympics going on right now um, and we'll be done by the time we air this. But every time I watch any of the broadcasts, I, you know, you're just so shocked again. I know we saw it with the Summer Olympics, but you're so shocked by no fans in the crowd, but it really has limited the number of people in production that are there. So you're right. You don't even get the chance to be an extra hand in something that, you know, would be a fantastic experience later. Yeah, I've done seven, eight Olympics, uh, throughout my career. And most of my friends that are working that would have worked the Olympics, uh, aren't because they, uh, NBC just took far, far, far less people. And the people that they are using are in Connecticut at their broadcast center. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, we've all got to figure out how to pivot with this, but it is a shame because you're really losing a lot. So what made you decide to kind of, uh, pivot yourself and become more of an entrepreneur. So back in 2000, when uh, I always had, I started this business, HJZ Productions. Uh, a friend of mine uh, asked me if I was available. He worked at MSNBC at the time, asked me if I was available to cover uh, I Miss in the Morning. He was doing his radio show on the road. Oh, yeah. um, so I said, sure, why not? And uh, he's so uh, when I agreed, he said, do you have any friends? I need some other camera people. I need an audio person. And I said, sure. And he said, do you mind paying them for us too? And just sending us one invoice. It'll make it easier. So I yeah. did that. And then there was another show. And then I just went over here and there was another show. I'm like, okay, there's a business here. And right. uh, we turned that into uh, a multi-million dollar business, uh, staffing sports and entertainment events in the New York area. And I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur because I was a camera person, right? Mm-hmm. And I had this business on the side, but every time we hired someone full-time, it kind of scaled and scaled and to the point where... <laughs> My wife said, you know, you can really stop shooting now. You're an entrepreneur. (laughs) I love it. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know how to spell that word. It takes a lot of practice. It took me a long time to spell entrepreneur. Thank God for spell check. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I love it too, because uh, every once in a while, I'll have somebody say that they're an accidental entrepreneur. So that sounds a little bit what you found yourself in. One of the things that I've been so fascinated by, um, I've actually gone, uh, I've been doing research for one of my upcoming books. uh, And so I've been going and watching backstage in a lot of television shows. So talk shows Mm -hmm. and game shows and, you know, you name it. And I'm, I've been watching in the background. It's fascinating to see how everybody operates, but one of the most fascinating things that I didn't realize were how many people are actually freelancers anyway. So they own their own business, whether it's just them or maybe some other people. Um, That's pretty prevalent in the industry, isn't it? Yeah, there there are very little staff jobs, um, in, in especially on the technical side. Uh, most people are freelancers. Uh, really, the only staff uh, jobs are in kind of news. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the sports and entertainment industry, it's 90, 95% freelance. Wow. So you really found a niche then that uh, that needed to be served. 
But mm-hmm. I love the fact that you recognize it because it was because you knew someone else, you knew what you did. He said, Hey, can you handle this? And you're like, sure, I can handle that. And then he's like, Hey, we need some others. And you're like, Hey, I know some other people. And he's like, Hey, could you pay him too? And you're like, sure. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I just started a company. <laughs> <laughs> so um, along the way, then what made you then decide to pivot again or to make a change again? And then we'll talk a little bit about your pivot in COVID too, but starting another sure. company, then you must have through the evolution of the first seen something where there was a need again. Yeah. So a lot of the, um, in the television industry, since people are freelancers or independent contractors, most people are paid, were paid on a 1099. And then the laws over the years and with the unions coming into play, laws started to changing change where everyone needed to become employees. So companies had to shift to start paying people through payroll and employees. And a lot of the big shows that come into town hire my company to get the local people, but then they travel in people. And then for example, like the state of New York had all these mandates for um, sexual awareness training for all, all these different trainings that if you were working in the city of New York, you had to pass that test. And th- these clients of mine were not doing that for everyone that they were bringing in. So we mm-hmm. said, why don't we start a, a business and we can, you know, it, it's not going to kind of work against our current business, but it'll work with it and we can service our clients both with their remote crews and their tra- and their local crews. And uh, that's what we did. And it, it started going well. And then March 20th, 2020. That's br- Yeah. And it's brilliant um, to do that because you're absolutely right. And now, of course, you know, other than the fact you had to transition, which I want to talk about, but even now, you know, COVID protocols and the trainings and all those elements that, you know, once we, you know, get another six months, a year from now, there's going to still be continued need for even more specialized training. So there's still a need there, but what then, I mean, like me, the day, you know, I mean, be prior to COVID and the first lockdown, 98% of my business came from me getting on an airplane to go speak and train somewhere in the, in the world. And then that stopped. So when your business stopped as well, um, I don't know about you. I I curled into the fetal position and stuck my thumb in my mouth and cried for a couple of days. And there, then I went, okay, not, it, <laughs> what made you decide to pivot and go the directions that you have? Well, same with you. I, I, up until COVID, I was still shooting camera um, and our business, HJZ Productions and, and Veridity were going strong. Um, I traveled four times a week. I would work uh, for the World Wrestling Entertainment and NBC, um, running up and down the football sidelines, whatever, Kentucky Derby, all different events. And, um, then, you know, everything stopped and we, we needed income and, um, I had, you know, I keep up on the industry. I educate myself a lot as an entrepreneur. You have to do that because then if you stay stagnant, you're not going to grow. And I knew that the technology of live streaming was out there. It just wasn't being used yet. It was maybe five years from the daily use, right? Five years Mm -hmm. down the road and overnight it just was born. And um, fast forward to, to June, our first company, HJZ Productions, was hired by West Point to produce the graduation for the cadets and their families because their families couldn't come because of COVID. Wow. So we hired everybody from the producer to the director. And the director said, I need to have my technical director on the show. And the technical director is the one that pushes the buttons when the director says, take camera one, take camera two, so on and so forth. And 
uh, Jamie's phone number had an 818 area code. And to me from New York, that meant that Jamie lives in California. And I was put up a little fight and I said, all my guys have been sitting home for three months. I want to use our local people. And he's, and he's like, I need to have my guy. So something in my gut said, you know what? Don't put up a fight. Just, um, just call Jamie and we'll work it out. And, uh, Jamie's become one of my best friends and like a huge inspiration in my live stream business. And without him, I wouldn't be where I was am today in the, in the business. And, um, you know, that that's kind of how my education like really started uh, with the live streaming. And then, um, it was getting time. I'm Jewish and it was getting time for the holidays. And I talked to the rabbi at the temple and I said, listen, you're not going to be able to have the services, how we normally have them in person. We're going to have to live stream them. And I had done all this research and I said, we need to buy this, 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 and that we set it all up. And I'm looking around the temple in like mid July and August. And I'm thinking there's gotta be a way to monetize this, not mm-hmm. through the temple, but you know, in right. a business. No, and um, You're like, here's my practice field. I can practice for yeah, the next evolution of my business. It, yes, exactly. We we practiced. We made and and every mistake we made, no one knew we were making mistakes because they didn't know any better. Right. And um, then I got a phone call from a client that needed to do nine interviews of Major League Baseball players in nine separate cities. Yeah. But the interviewer could not leave her house. And I said, absolutely, sure, we can do that. And he's like, yeah, but no one could go into her house, into their houses. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. Mm-hmm. I hung up the phone. And I said to my wife, what I just told you. And I said, I have no idea how we're going to do this. And love it. You're like, yeah, no problem. We got this. Uh, okay. Now what do we do? <laughs> yeah. But we figured it out. Yeah. We came up with these, um, these remote camera kits, their high-end laptops with cameras and and USB microphones and ring lights and ethernet cables. And we have 25 of these packages that we send out to people that are in our broadcasts. And because it's our equipment, as soon as it hits the internet at the destination where it's at, we get a notification that the computer's online. We dial into the computer. We can take control of the camera, focus it, white balance, change the color temperature, uh, manipulate the audio settings. And, um, it's like they're have a professional camera setting in front of them and we could be 3000 or 4,000 miles away. Howie, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. (laughs) Um, I knew that when people were starting to do this, you know, on news things, they would like get a shipment and say, here, set it up. So, but I didn't think about the fact that it's not like you're just saying, here's a ring light and here's a, you know, here's your new, uh, you know, microphone that you're putting the pieces together, which is great, but you're also having it run, having it operate in the moment they hit go, you can control all those elements from one place. That's fantastic. Yeah. We send a QR code with the equipment and it gives them step-by-step instructions on how to take the computer out of the case, where to plug the microphone and where to plug the camera and the computer's labeled, which USB is which for which, how to mount the camera on top of the um, laptop. And as soon as it hits the internet uh, through their router or Wi-Fi, we get a notification, I get a notification in my system that the computer's online and then we can dial right into it. 
Oh, Howie, I have so many ways that I want to work together with you. <laughs> I have awesome. so many things. But I also have to laugh before we take a break because you're talking about uh, uh, your friend, your now friend, Jamie, I believe, yep. that had the 818 area code. See, if you would have called me first, you would have said, why does she have a 509 area code? Why is she calling me from Spokane, Washington? And I would say, I live in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, but uh, I'm too lazy to change my phone number because I'd have to learn a new one. <laughs> exactly. We are a global society now, even when I came from Spokane, Washington. So how are we going to take a quick break? We're going to hear from our sponsor for the month and we will be right back. Do you want to be a go-to expert that news reporters, anchors, and media producers turn to? Are you a media professional looking for credible, reliable, and timely guests? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then Shock Your Media Potential is for you. This one-of-a-kind platform connects vetted experts with news professionals around the globe. As a part of our launch celebration, you can participate for free in our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference, running March 28th through April 1st. Together with my co-host, Eddie Luisi, known as stage manager to the stars, and also stage manager for Good Morning America, we have interviewed 25 media personalities and professionals to ask them the questions you need to know the answers to. Like, how can I make myself more newsworthy? How do I best pitch a story? How do I get invited back again and again? And much more. Some of our guests are household names with exceptional on-camera careers. Others are award-winning directors, producers, camera operators, audio engineers, celebrity hair and makeup professionals, and so much more. To learn more about our platform and our conference today, go to shockyourmediapotential.com. And we are back with Howie Zales. And I am just like, I'm so excited about what you're doing because for a couple of reasons, not only because there's so many applications for what you're doing, obviously you've got a business, but it's fun. Do you sit back now and see, watch the evolution of camera operator to entrepreneur first business to the second business to really what this next evolution is doing, where you're you're also helping control and taking the the worry out of from uh, maybe not just sports broadcasting, but to your point of corporate meetings and events, or there's so many applications for your what you're doing. When you look back now, can you imagine even envisioning this 10, 20 years ago, even the beginning oh. of your first company? No, no way. Um, and, and we've gotten to work with some great people. Uh, you know, I, when I was shooting camera, I've, I, I've met tons and tons and tons of celebrities and athletes doing what I do, um, on a daily basis. But then through this live stream business, I I've worked with just as many athletes from magic Johnson to Charles Barkley to Mike Tirico from NBC and a ton of other, we've heard a ton of inspiring stories from cancer survivors and, and families that have given, um, therapy to, to these patients through our remote interviews, because the client didn't want anyone in the house with these people, but they wanted to capture their story. So we did it you know, we were able to interview these people remotely. Um, it's just brought in a whole new horizon of, of what we were capable of doing. Oh my God. That just makes my heart help. Just feel so happy 
what what an unexpected additional bonus. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think we can all, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, you know, the world and how we communicate has changed. And I think there's still a lot of positives to it. I just did a virtual training for a, a group in Seattle. And so I was part of their annual staff meeting doing my virtual presentation. And we figured it wasn't perfect. And it's not the same as being in the same room when you can have those dynamics. But you know what? It was pretty good. And I could still see them and hear them. And, you know, they could see me on the wall. And, you know, it's just there are more ways to connect now than ever. And I think if we recognize what we're gaining by having these kind of opportunities, it really it really opens up new new things that we had not contemplated before. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. Now, everybody listening this month is uh, also listening in because most of them either do some television interviews like I do, um, or they want a lot more like I do. So everybody's trying to say, how do I do better? How do I transition into this new world and really understand it's here to stay, but maybe also lean into the fact that you know, if I'm an expert in sales or or in healthcare or in sports, that my message can actually make it to the rest of the world now, not just my little stage. But I need to know some things. What what advice would you have for people who really want to make sure that what they are doing, live streaming, virtual, um, you know, uh, streaming, uh, you know, uh, for their YouTube channels, whatever it is, what what do you uh, what what kind of advice would you give us to do this better, especially from a camera perspective? Yeah, there's a few different things. We'll start with uh, our number one issue is the internet, uh, mm-hmm. having not having fast enough internet speed. And in most cases, people are only concerned or really know about the download speed. But when you're trying to send your signal somewhere else, you need to be concerned with what is your upload speed. And you can figure that out by just typing into Google, what is my uh, speed test? Uh, Just type into Google speed space test. And then uh, it'll go to a page and just hit you know, run and it'll come up with your download first and then your upload. If you have less than 20 upload speed, you need to invest in, you know, make getting that faster by calling your provider. Or you can also try connecting to your router with an Ethernet cable and not going Wi-Fi. I, I have nothing in every time I do a live stream or a show, we always connect to the ethernet. Cause when you're on Wi-Fi, your signal is going up and down, up and down, like a, yeah. you know, a heart monitor. Um, and when you're on ethernet, it kind of just stays where it's at. And, um, so you always want to be connected to, to your router through a cable. Um, you want to have a, a good microphone. Uh, Yeti blues are good, uh, an investment or sure makes, uh, for a little bit more money, makes a really great microphone. Uh, and your camera is important. You want to be able to control the focus. You never want to have the autofocus on because then it, the lens is going to be constantly moving if you're moving. Oh. Um, and you want to be able to set the focus. You want to be able to set the color temperature. If you're use a lot of, if you're by a window and you use the daylight as uh, your light source then if you can't manipulate the color temperature of the camera, you're going to look, you may look very blue or you may look very orange, uh, depending on my, what's my going hair on always orange. does. <laughs> and you Carry want on. some good light. You want some good lights. Um, you know, I have expensive lights, but it's what I do. So yeah. they change color temperature. I can make them daylight or I can make them inside light. 
and you want to have a light on either side of you. So you're cross lit. So you're even, right. There's no shadows. Mm -hmm. And then I have a light above my head behind me that uh, puts light on my head and my shoulders that separates mm -hmm. me from the background. Oh, cause I have all mine kind of coming at me. I have a big ring light here and I have two side lights, but now I'm wondering if I need to be putting it over here. Oh, look at how I'm much fancier than that way, but I've never played with, I always have it on one color because yeah. I've yeah. never uh, known what else to do. <laughs> so I just leave it on the brightest one. <laughs> huh? Interesting. Very good. Um, can you tell me again, you said um, when you were talking about, now I'm just going to leave that over there. You're talking about the different mics, uh, the Yeti blue, but you also said, was the other one sure or sure? Yeah, sure. S-H-U-R-E. Okay, good. Ooh, good. So I have, I have another technical question for you. Sure, so, uh, you know, I've heard many times before that I should be directly into the uh, ethernet and not just through routers. And I've got boosters and all those things. I haven't done my speed test for a while. So that reminded me to do it. But uh, if you don't, you know, I'll, I've, I may have a jack in my office area too, but if you don't have one directly where you are, because you are in a much different space, any way to, to uh, any advice on still how to, to do that or anything that you can think of we can do? Yeah. I mean, they, they make um, hundred foot or longer cables. If you're going to be on TV doing a hit to a network or whatever, it, it makes sense to stretch the cable out to, through your house. So yeah. it, uh, uh, so you have a good signal. And then also one thing to forget is that when you are plugged into the ethernet is turn the Wi-Fi on your computer off because it's going to go, it's going to use the Wi-Fi first. If the, if your Wi-Fi is set to the on position. Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea. Look at that. Yeah. Turn the Wi-Fi off because otherwise you're right. And I know yeah. that sometimes uh, every once in a while, because we have two Wi-Fi things going on, they'll the bounce back and forth. And uh, that's annoying. That shouldn't happen. So if I did this, that would take care of that. Fascinating. Yeah. Excellent. Anything else that we need to know about? No, that's 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 it. Yeah. That's amazing. Your, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, just having a long enough cable. And then when you're not using it, coil it up and, you know, so it's not all through the house like mine is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's not just me that has my space in a different space. Yeah, I'll have it coming oh, no. downstairs around the corner, but that's a brilliant idea. I never thought of it. Can you do that just so uh, can you use the uh, use it like a splitter or is it better just to not use a splitter and just use one cable? Just use one cable. I, I and most routers these days have four outputs in the back of it. So uh, and especially if you're doing a hit for a network, and they make Ethernet cable flat. So if you need to go under a door or a tight area, if you get the flat cable, it'll you know it won't get pinched. Brilliant! I love it. How you've got great advice. It's it's incredibly <laughs> valuable, and it's something that we all need to know. Um, and we will have all of your contact information on our show notes. But just in case somebody's listening right now, and they're like, "I need Howie and his team to help me up my game, or to help me with my corporate next corporate retreat," because we've got people all over the world, and we're trying to do this. What's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, sure. Uh, HowieZales.com. And then uh, all of our business websites are in that one space. And then um, LinkedIn at Howard Zales and Instagram at Howie Zales. 
I love it. Well, before we go, Howie, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah, you know, getting your content out there and getting your message out there is so is, is so powerful and video is the best way to do it. Absolutely. Use it, use it well, use it frequently, but use it wisely. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Howie, thank you so much for your expertise. Um, and for anybody listening too, we will also be featuring Howie on our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference, where I know we'll have a lot more information from him as well. Thank you so much for being with us, Howie. It has been an absolute pleasure having you as a guest today. Me too. Thank you. Super grateful. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and Sales Mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.